And it looks like we're live. Welcome and welcome back to the Enolf Podcast. Today, it's going to be a little bit of a different episode. Usually what I do here on the Enolf Podcast, I invite an entrepreneur or a business owner on the show to tell me about what kind of problem they solve for people, what their solution looks like and how it works and so on. But today, instead, I have a guest here who's just like me, an expert problem solver. Renata is uh, in the entrepreneurship uh, industry and like, you know, the whole, the whole business about course creation, all of that. So today we're actually going to just focus on how to build a successful business with problem solving. Okay. So we're going to keep it really, really value focused and hoping to get some good advice out there and get people some, you know, valuable suggestions and everything. Renata, thank you so much for being on the show. Welcome on here. I want you to start off. Why don't you tell us from your perspective, what do you see is the biggest mistake that especially new entrepreneurs make uh, when it comes to launching their first offer? Yes. First of all, thank you very much for the invitation. I'm very excited to be here uh, talking to you. So, um, and hope that we can help <laughs> some people with some good value and advice to move forward in the entrepreneurial journey. And uh, responding to your question, um, what has stopped them to create a successful business is definitely not having enough big pain enough big problem to solve. So when they put their offer in the market, um, what they are solving is just not big enough for people or, or greater enough for people to see the, the value in trading their money to that value that they are giving to people, right? Because people are just going to really pay something for you if they see that the value of the money is, actually the value of your offer is greater than what you perceive as, as, a, as the price of it, right? So you just do that exchange when you see, wow, this is exactly what I was looking for. This is for me. This is my biggest pain. They are talking to me and I can make this trade. So I think um, all of a problem solving is just the foundation for a business. Actually, uh, there is a saying that says uh, entrepreneurs are the, the shovel for uh, creating you know the solutions that you don't see in the world so um what you're seeing as a problem it can become a business so it's, it's exactly powerful. yeah they, they, they yeah. say when life gives you lemons make lemonade right and if you're exactly. an entrepreneur you're going to take those lemons you're going to make a lemonade factory and you're going to produce <laughs> mass produce lemonade and then sell it right so yeah that's kind of thing yeah exactly i mean problem solving really it's uh the you know, every business that exists, the purpose would be for that business to solve some sort of problem in a market. And just like you yes. said now, of course, it's like build it and they will come. Okay, so I have this business and I know it can help people. But then the next step is my sales and marketing campaigns, right? So how do I get people to actually, you know, make that choice? And just like you said, the especially in the sales process, some people uh, describe it like a scale that's tipping over, yes. where it's like that pain has to outweigh their not just time and uh, money investment, but also the energy they put forward to actually doing that, right? If it's, if it's really difficult for me to actually engage with that solution, it's like, uh, whatever, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. I'm just not going to bother right now, right? And so yes. in our sales and marketing campaigns, we really have to, you know, point out that problem. And also, I think, create that divide between okay here's your problem and we know why it sucks and we can elaborate a little bit but then that's that's tricky too right because who wants to hear about their problems all day 
If, if you're yes. just going to tell me why my life sucks, I'm like, oh, I, I better watch something else. That's not what I came on Facebook for. So yeah, at the yeah. same time, we also want to focus on what is it that they really want and that can hopefully tip the scale, right? What yeah. are your thoughts? And, and there is something that is really important in this uh, problem solving um, aspect for creating a business that is you can't put out there a business that you believe it's solving a problem. You have to ask your market. So the thing is that what is a problem for me? Maybe it's not a problem for you. So I believe that there is something happening in my life that is extremely, uh, it's, it's a real big problem. But when I actually started to ask around in my niche, I realized that maybe this problem is not the, their biggest pain. So this is why going out there to uh, validate your offer, validate if this is their biggest pain is super important. So I think this is the step that a lot of people stop because it demands talking to other people, market research. It, you, you get out of your comfortable zone in order to do it because you have to reach out to strangers. You have to reach out to people that, you know, are within your niche, but you necessarily don't know, you know, are not your friends. And you're going to receive a lot of rejection, a lot of people not willing to collaborate with you. But, and this is the power where, asking the right questions in, some way, in a way that don't cause friction to, this, to the people, they are willing to see, oh, okay, this person is willing to help me, so I'm going to give a little bit more. So in order for you to build a business, uh, before you do that, before you start your entrepreneurial journey, it's so fundamental for you to do market research. So you have to have at least reach out to at least 30 people before you put something together that you can say, okay, I left this from hypothesis level to real world level. Because again, maybe your pain is not my pain. So I need to understand which is my biggest pain. Because again, people are just going to be willing to be trading their money to your valuable information. If it's a greater enough pain, if they are in that place that is really painful and they know that by having your solution, they are going to be in this pleasure land, as I used to say, right? So exactly. it's super important. Yeah. And I, um, I really like too how you, uh, how, sorry, but how you point out, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, just like you said, oh, we have this idea for business, right? We're, we're entrepreneurs. We're like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make a million dollars yeah. or yes. whatever we have this idea. And that's an inherently creative process. Mm -hmm. And then you, you know, you say, you talk about hypothesis. So it gets, it gets from being creative and like an artist, you got to then become a scientist though and do that discovery phase, right? And that's, for me, that's an interesting philosophical question. I don't want to take it too far off track, but are businesses invented or are they actually discovered, right? That's kind of like this, a balance between both. And yeah, really going out there and doing that research um, is important because otherwise it's just like your idea in your head, but you actually got to validate it. And that I think can be scary for some people too, especially if they kind of attach to the idea like, hey, I have this really good idea, but what if people are going to hate it? Oh, right. It's a little scary. It, you put yourself out there. <laughs> yeah, no. And you reached the like kind of fantastic point is you get attached. You get emotionally attached to your idea. You think that your idea is the best in the world and you don't want to, you know, how can I say, let it go from that thing, you know? And um, people started to give you the feedback and you, you start to realize your idea is not that fantastic, right? <laughs> they just say, mm, maybe this was just 
something, a problem that I had and you need to adjust it. And this is where it exists some friction and struggle as well, because um, you are emotionally attached to that because for you is super important. But again, you're not serving yourself. You are serving your niche, your market, right? So you're going to do a business where you need to help other people. So I think that the first step is really to understand is what are the problem, the best, the best place to go is how um, I already went through this problem. I found a solution. So now I am in a position to help other people because I think there is nothing better than walking your talk, right? So for me, it's really easy. I don't have kids. So if I go to, a, to, to, you know, to a parent, to, to, to couples that have kids and start to tell them what they have to do with their kids, they're going to look at me and say, uh, do you have kids? No, but I think you have to do this and this. And <laughs> they say, get out of here. I don't want to hear from you because they don't trust me because I didn't walk the talk. I didn't go through the process to understand that. So there is something I would like to share with you here that Let's is really powerful that I use to, uh, how to find a business idea. So there is what I call the five secret questions, which are not gonna be a secret anymore. So it's five problem solving questions. So when you reach out to 30 people, right? It's again, you get out of your comfort zone, you get out of your you know, safe space, you need to put yourself out there, get into calls, and this is, you know, can cause friction into some people, like, oh, I don't feel comfortable about it. But again, when the other side sees that you're willing to help, it's really powerful. So the five questions are, can I go for it? Yeah, go for like it. it. I'm, I'm ready so, to take notes. I'll, yeah. I'll write them down. <laughs> so the first one is for you to start a business. So you don't, you don't have a clue of what you want to do. You know that you have something powerful within. You have a talent. You have a skill. You have an expertise. You want to do a course, a business, a service, open a coffee shop, whatever it is. <laughs> okay. You want to put yourself out there and you need to start to reach out to your niche, to your market, to understand what's going on. So five powerful questions. The first one is what is your most consistent and present problem in your life right now? That's the first one. Second question, how do you go about solving this problem? And I will tell you how it happened to me when I was doing it. Third one is what happens if you don't solve it? Because then you get into the emotional, right? The emotional part of it that we work out with you in the other webinar we did together. The fourth one, the fourth is, what is your dream solution to this problem? And if you have a magic wand, how would you solve this problem? And the last one is, would that be worth paying for? And if so, how much? I remember when I was starting my business, the beginning of everything, I didn't even have uh, my course creation thing, nothing. The beginning, 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 years and years ago, I started to reach out to some people just to start to get some ideas in my head of what I could do, right? It wasn't on my niche, just I was literally calling friends. I have a friend that he had a problem in sleeping, okay? His sleeping, problem was like... sleeping. He couldn't sleep. Oh, okay. He said that for this solution, he would pay easily $10,000 just to have somebody to help him to sleep because he was in a, such a pain. His days were dragging through, you know, he was... Every time he was in a bad mood, you know, he couldn't recover from his training. He was, couldn't focus. Like he was constantly tired. He said, Renata, if I had a magic wand and I could sleep eight hours in a row, I would pay a lot of money. So this is when you start to asking people around. And, and then if you make these questions into your niche, into the market that you want to go through, you're going to start to find patterns right? You're going to start to find a repetition 
of what is a problem for them. And then it is when you say, aha, these are the biggest pains. So if I have a solution for this pain, I know that going to the market with that solution, the trade is going to exist, right? So that, it's- That uh, makes a lot of sense, perfect. Yeah, and I, I like too the, the, uh, the particular problem you're, you're talking about there, right? The sleeping issue. And you know, in, in your questions, there's this one question where you talked about, well, what, what's, what are the, you know, what's the pain that is causing you right now? And many times people use this metaphor of a painkiller, right? Can you, can you solve people a painkiller? And that's where we got to reflect though. Also some businesses, they don't sell painkillers, like a, you know, a pill that fixes a problem. Some businesses, they actually sell vitamins. So then it's like, you know, we help them prevent a problem that could be happening in the future. And so then we have to kind of create the narrative and the description around that. And that process is, you know, it's very, it's very soft, right? There's no, there's no hard guideline. Cause if, if there was, then entrepreneurship weren't so difficult. If there was like a step-by-step -step process that makes it, you know, this is exactly what you have to do. I think entrepreneurship would be a lot easier. Of course, there's some, you know, um, kind of trusted and proven systems that kind of have gotten people results in the past, but the challenge is that the market always changes. And that's where you said, right? Talking to those people, making that market research becomes really important to find out what is actually on people's minds. And, you know, maybe, maybe I'm coming up with a, a product, an invention, a service based on something that I see in the market, but other people don't see it this way, or I just haven't found that solution that everybody already knows about and they, they've been using it all the time, right? So uh, I want to go, go into you. Now you shared those five questions and earlier you, you talked about a frictionless process to, to discover that. What were you meaning by that? You, I, I don't remember your wording, but it, yeah. you're yeah, nodding your friction, head, so I think you know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. So the friction that I'm talking about is, um, I think that uh, when we are starting off into something, you're going totally in this gray zone that's extremely uncomfortable, right? Um, of you don't know what you don't know, right? So if you are working in a job nine to five and you're receiving a salary, then you say, okay, I'm going to jump into entrepreneurship. Um, entrepreneurship is not a, a, a smooth road. There is ups and downs and up a lot of ups, a lot of downs, and then it's steady and then up and down again. So it's a roller coaster, right? And it's a very emotional roller coaster as well, because again, you can get attached into your offer. You can get attached into the things that you do. So this uh, it's, it's really hard to receive a no, I don't like it or no, I don't want to work with you because I don't connect with you. Like there is a lot of rejection in this path, you know, and you're giving your soul into it. You're putting your spirit into it. You know, you are there devoted to help people, but you know, sometimes just the way you talk, because in the beginning we are just starting off into this and it's for us also a, a discovery. Um, you start to receive these notes and you say, oh, but this person didn't get what I want to say to them, you know? Um, so I think that the friction is uh, when you start to need to get out of this, uncomfort, uh, this comfort zone uh, and reach out to people and talk to them. You know, not everybody are willing to go and be reaching out people on, on Facebook or LinkedIn or in Instagram or sending emails and to your network. Because of course, what comes around is like, what they're gonna think about me, right? Or, and if I fail, what happens? And, um, and if it doesn't work, what they're gonna, they're gonna say, 
you know, and so it starts to come all these limiting beliefs of I'm not good enough. Uh, imposter syndrome is huge. It's huge for entrepreneurs. Uh, and, um, and all these things is, is cause this friction. And then as you, you start to, re let's say you, you already have a, 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 a something you want to do and uh, you're attached to it and you start to reach out to the market and they say the opposite of what you're thinking. It can be very deflating, very disheartening. You know, you are there full of ideas. I'm going to create this next pen that you open and write it is on. And then people say, it's not going to work. I don't see it's going to work. I think it's bullshit. I think, sorry. <laughs> it's BS. <laughs> I think it's, yeah. And then, you know, you start to believe in what they're saying to you. And then you start to lose the belief on yourself of this powerful idea. So um, I think that's where the friction happens is for you to really know why you are doing this. Then we go into another topic. There is you really understanding what's your goal, what is your aim, what are you going to do? It's whatever it takes or if it's just money, right? Uh, when people starting uh, working with me anyway, I, it's, it's a simple thing here. I always ask, why are you doing this? Is because you want to make money or because it's really meaningful to you? Because entrepreneurship is not a smooth road. The, the shit's going to hit the fan. At some stages, it's going to happen. Are you going to be strong in there? Holding your position, holding what you believe it's true to yourself. Because people are going to tell you it doesn't work. They're going to say that the offer is not good enough. But there are the people that are going to love it. There are the people that are going to keep with you from the beginning to the end that believe in you. And these are the ones you need to keep looking for. But it's not going to happen in the beginning of the road. It's going to happen maybe the middle end. You know, is a process, right? So this is where um, knowing the reasons why you are doing this, um, really listing the problems that people are sharing with you and, um, and, and, and if you hold the solution, be strong. That is just a question of time for things to start to unfold and happen, right? We can't take time out of the equation, right? And I think that these days, because everything has to be so quick and Instagram and Insta thing and Insta post and Insta reach, Insta everything. Now, because this guy did this today and yesterday, he, uh, yesterday and today he's rich. He's a millionaire in a week. We see these all the time and this co cause confusion, right? Uh, but doesn't exist overnight, anything. Everything in the universe takes time. It wouldn't be different in business. You know, we take nine months to, to get born, right? It's you can't, a process. You can't, hire, can't hire two pregnant women to make a baby in half the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You take time to walk. You take time to talk. You take time to do so many, to learn. Why would it be different in business? Why would it be different in an online business? You know, and there is, again, the, the, it's the perception that people has that because you're working online, it's quicker. You know, you go to school for, I don't know how many years, seven, 10 years, then you go to college for another university for another five years. If you're a doctor, for example, then you need to go to medical school. You, you do your whole career just on learning almost 20 years of your life. And then you go into the practice, right? Why can't you wait to be a doctor? You can't wait to have a business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah like, totally. And wh why for, for, me really that, for me, really, that goes right back to that, you know, discovery versus creation, right? We, yeah, yeah, we make choices and they change things. 
but yeah. also it's it's like a step-by-step -step process where the universe is unfolding through us and we're making things happen and i just want to tie it back around to problem solving more and more time because it is really good how he pointed out how these challenges that we're facing as entrepreneurs right at the end of the day, there are going to be problems that we also have to solve within us, right? If we have imposter syndrome or low confidence, the, yeah. those internal problems, we also need to resolve them. So not just is our business itself a solution for other people, not just do we have to communicate in our marketing process how we're solving the problem for them and what the problem is and what the benefits are and then tip, tip the scale over in the sales process and all of that, but also to make all of that happen, we have to develop ourselves personally to make sure we're resilient enough to go down that road and survive that bumpy road that you talk about. So all these, all these things to me, they, they really connect together and, and have, have to do with the same thing. It's, it's, all, it's all problem solving and that's, that's literally what, what we're doing here, right? Look, Oliver, I would tell you something. The first problem someone that wants to become an entrepreneur has to solve is themselves. Get over themselves. Yep. And um, when I started entrepreneurship, um, that was the first thing that I said, I have to grow into this person. I have to grow into where I want to go. So it's not who I am right now, the entrepreneur that I want to be. I have to grow into that next Renata, you know, the Renata that's going to own that business, that's going to do that impact, that's going to do that transformation. We have to grow into this process. It's not a magic wand that says, bing, now you are an entrepreneur. Because with that comes responsibility. With that comes a lot of people relying on you. Trust. There's so much, so many things along the way that if you're not ready, uh, it's very stressful. It's extremely stressful because you don't know how to handle the situation. And all you need to do is to actually grow into that next individual. So this is why goals are so important because you need to set yourself into small, mediums and long-term goals and realize that for all of them, understand, you have to grow into that place, right? It's not just, okay, so I'm going to do a business now. I'm going to work, work, work every day, grind, grind, grind. No, in the way you have to grow into that because what happens is you are super excited. You just did a, you started a business. You're super excited. You had a call. The person was in love with your program. They absolutely loved what you do, whatever it is. Then you're going to a next call, super pumped and excited. Woohoo! Now I'm going to make the impact I want. And the person says, no, nah, this is not what I'm looking for. No, nah, I don't think you can help me. And you know the person is a great fit to work with you. Yeah, you know that. But they just don't know what they don't know, right? So, he, and, they, and they started to say to you, no, nah, it's not for me. No, 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 problem solving. No, this is, this is not what I want. What I want is to just have a business that makes money. Like they don't understand what it takes to get there and this is where um, it's the difference between want and need right when you're booting a business people know what they want but they don't know what they need so when you uh, are solving a problem from somebody you know what they need but they don't know that so I'm gonna give an example you want to lose weight very easy the, the weight one is the best metaphor for this example so you want to lose weight so what do you want to look good, to look attractive, to have more dates, to fit in the pants. You want to, you know, run like an eagle. Like you, you, that's what you want, right? But what do you need? To make a diet, to do the sit-ups, to do the push-ups, to do, 
intermediate, uh, healthy intermittent fasting to stop drinking. These are the things that you need, but you don't want to do it because they're painful, <laughs> right? They're extremely exactly. painful to do it. So this is where you as a problem solver help them to bridge that need and want. You know, so when you are doing your offer, you're not going to do, Hey guys, I'm doing here a new program where you have to do diets and you have to, uh, <laughs> um, just drink water and you need to stop eating chocolate by now for nine, nine, seven, you're never going to sell it because this is not what people want. Right? So yep. how do you sell it? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to look good? Do you want to book more dates? Do you want to have more, you know, do you have, do you want to dress six instead of 10? This is what I have for you. And then when they get into the program, not going to give what you need, you know, and yep. then you put the component of what they need in order to achieve that. Right. So um, I think I deviate a little bit from what you asked, but at the end of the day, uh, when you know how to solve a problem from somebody, you know, the difference of what they want and need. So when you put your offer out there, you know that if you put what they need, they're not going to get to you because usually what they need is painful is put them in this friction, discomfort zone. Right. right? So it, it, like people are avoiding that us as humans, our primitive brain, they're not looking for uh, pain. They are just looking for where can I feel good? Right. Where, where can I feel good? So say pain, run from this you know, let's run from this. And then comes fear, insecurity, all these things that stops you to move forward, right? So at the end of the day, creating a business, starting as an entrepreneur, solving problems is go way, way beyond than just a, a tactic. It's really a process that you have to grow into, right? And yeah. um, that, that yeah. what we talked earlier, right? That, that development that takes time, you know, for, for your business where it's just not, it's not an instant thing where you push a button and it's there. It's not a magic wand or a magic pill, but it's a process. That same thing applies to yourself. And then also that, that sales process, right? Getting that sales process dialed in and figuring out, okay, what is it that people want that when I tell them that they want it, then I can sell them what they need, right? What you just described. People want one thing, yeah. but you got to sell them what they actually need or give them what they need, but sell them what they want. So figuring that process out also also goes into that and there was one more i was going to tack on but i can't think of it anymore but I, I think we've covered a lot of good stuff here everything from starting the business coming up with the idea to becoming the person you need to be to doing the market research to being resilient against it setting the right goals for yourself setting the right goals yeah. for your customers oh the last thing i was going to say now now i'm back to because you said right we want to sell people what they want like hey you want to look good in in uh yeah your bathing suit and everything. Um, and in some situations, though, just like we said earlier, right? What's the, what's the big problem there? We also going to be like, hey, do you suffer from headaches? Well, I got a, you know, painkiller for you or something like that. So sometimes yeah. the communication and the messaging has to center also around the uh, problem they experience. And it, it really depends. There's, there's different approaches. And I guess, depending on your niche or your market, yes. different things might resonate, which is also another thing you have to find out in your research. Absolutely. And look, Oliver, I think my, my, uh, my last or other advice is just get started with whatever you get in your hands that you believe is already good enough for you to start to test and put it out there after, of course, doing some market research. 
And the reason why is if you don't give this first step, you never get feedback. And feedback is fundamental for you to understand where you have to adjust your offer, your messaging, and also for you to discover who are the people you like to work with, you know, because maybe, maybe no, not, it's not everybody that can work with what you have and what you do. So sometimes I used to say like, when we are in this, uh, we are in business is like you throw a net into the ocean, right? You throw a net. So when you fish, you bring back the net. You're going to bring the sharks, but you're also going to bring the little cans and the little fishes and, you know, like a plastic bag. You're going to fish other stuff that they might got attracted with one or other thing that you said, but they're not necessarily the fit for what you're doing, right? So this is when uh, the feedback is so important because you say, well, I know that I can help that person, but they are not the perfect fit to work with me they need something before they need to get more prepared for the situation or they are not ready yet to to fit into my offer so this is why it's so important to niche down right because you you don't fish everybody you just get the ones that you like to work together and then this is what's going to happen is that you're going to help these people to achieve results faster they are going to get the results and then you have a business and then you have a business because the business just happens when it's a win-win, right? So you That's are perfect. helping somebody and somebody is achieving results by having your help. So um, there is no way for you to have a one-way road. It's a win-win, right? So if you don't have a win-win situation, you don't have a business, people don't refer you, don't recommend you, and then, and then you just can't have results to back up what you do and just works for yourself. This is why it's so important to validate what you have on there. And exactly. And the way you validate, just like you said, that is by making a decision and taking action, right? So you gotta, you gotta contemplate things at times and be like, okay, from all the options, this is what I'm going to do. And then you're going to stick with it. You're going to get some feedback. You're going to find out, okay, wh what is it like out there? It's going to be difficult, but you're going to push through and then you're going to know more. And that is the process of how you not just grow as a person, not just grow your business, not just get better at sales and marketing and presenting yourself, but also how you solve those problems for yourself and for your customers. Uh, I think that wraps it up pretty well. Renata, is there anything else that you think we should add? I mean, I think we've got, covered so many really good topics. Yeah, 100%. I think I will give a, a, last, a last hint here. One last help. hint. One last one, promise, uh, stop talking now. It is, uh, you're never gonna start something if you're not feeling good about this something. Because when you feel bad about it, you don't take action. The, so this is, this is uh, the friction thing I was telling in the beginning of, the, of this, is when you start to be rejected, you start to feel bad about it. You feel bad about it. You don't feel like acting. Because you get, you get flooded with insecurities and fears and you don't know if it's going to work and what people are going to think about me. So this is why being surrounded of like-minded people is so important. So if you are in an entrepreneurship journey, join a group of people that are around entrepreneurship. Join a group of people that is around the topic that you would like to start your journey on. So if you want to you know, we start something and you know personal development is something important to you because it is. Join groups around that. So if you want to start a business on course creation, join around that. If you want to start a business on gym, 
join a fitness, you know. So join groups that have like-minded people to help you push yourself forward and put yourself in a good state to keep taking action because there's no other way to get results unless you do something about it. That's my last you are message. You are the sum of the five people you surround yourself with, right? So hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to share this video to some groups and some, you know, people where, yes. pe uh, where people are already exactly doing that, surrounding themselves with people so they can be motivated, take the action and achieve the results they want to achieve so they can live the life they want to. Thank you so much, Renata. Wrap it Thank up you, here. And I Talk want this you. audio because I would love to share this in my podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to powerful. you, okay? Yes, that's awesome. Take care.